0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples A disciple is not above the teacher, nor a slave above the master. It is enough for the disciple to be like the teacher, and the slave like the master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they malign those of his household? So have no fear of them for nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered and nothing secret that will not become known. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light and what you hear whispered, proclaim from the rooftops. Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. And even the hairs of your head are all counted. So do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Everyone, therefore, who acknowledges me before others, I also will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before others, I also will deny before my Father in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In today's readings, we have an important theme outlined, which is fear. In the first reading, Joseph twice has to tell his brothers not to fear. And this happens especially after their father, Jacob, dies. And Joseph's brothers said, what if Joseph still bears a grudge against us and pays us back in full for all the wrong we have done to him? And so they approach him and they ask, we beg you, forgive the crime that we have committed in harming you. Notice Joseph's response, he weeps. Why? Because 17 years earlier, when he fully disclosed himself to his brothers and brought them to Egypt, he forgave them. It was complete reconciliation on his part. And yet here they are, 17 years later, they're still under that burden of fear. They have not accepted the gracious offer that he gave, and they have little regard for him and his integrity and thinking he still holds a grudge. So he has to repeat, do not be afraid. Am I in the place of God? Even though you intended to do me harm, God intended it for good. Now, if that sounds familiar, that theme will be fully articulated in the New Testament by St. Paul in Romans chapter 8, verse 28. We know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And that's divine providence. And that's the secret of overcoming fear, to mastering it. St. Paul then would be able to go on. Now, this is the one who really received a lot of persecution and suffering and death threats. He would go on to say in that same chapter of Romans chapter 8, For I tell you, neither death nor life, angels or demons, height nor depth nor anything in all of creation can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. That's the secret right there. That providential love of God. And Jesus doesn't just articulate this, he lives it out. So in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he's facing tremendous fear, just on a personal human level, what does he say? Father, not my will, but yours be done. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And so even if we are persecuted or rejected for living our Christian values, We can trust God. And we know that God will use this for his purposes. And so we thank God that in Christ Jesus, he is in control. He has won the victory. He has overcome death. And we are precious in his sight. Well, this brings us to the conclusion of the book of Genesis, and in particular, the life of Joseph. Joseph is a remarkable person. And We can learn so much from him. He's very much like Daniel in that both were taken away from their family at a very young age into a pagan land and brought under the sovereignty of a foreign pagan king. In Daniel's life, it was Nebuchadnezzar, and Nebuchadnezzar used all kinds of control measures to seize the heart of Daniel, including offer him the wine and food from his own table. But Daniel refused to submit. He always trusted God, he did not fear in his heart because he always maintained that relationship with God. And so even though Nebuchadnezzar had tremendous fear in his life, especially in those dreams that he encountered, Daniel never wavered, and neither did Joseph. It's remarkable that both have parallels to Christ. So just taking the life of Joseph He was 30 years old when he was brought into the service of Pharaoh. He was tempted severely, but did not sin. He was loved by his father, envied by his brothers, betrayed, stripped of his robe, sold for 30 pieces of silver, but raised up. He forgave his brothers, ultimately gave bread to the world and brought salvation. Those are tremendous parallels because Christ is the fulfillment of all of these types. And we're baptized into Christ. Christ lives in us, and so we're called to that same holiness of these Old Testament figures of Daniel and Joseph. Even though there's lots to fear today, and we know that, tremendous amounts of uncertainty in the world, yet we are in Christ And that's our hope and salvation. And we're called to bring forth to the world what these two great figures did in the Old Testament. Because we have far more than they had, the grace of God living in us, and baptism, the sacraments, and the Eucharist, the scriptures that they never really had. So let us ask Joseph and Daniel to pray for us, that God would have his way with us, and he would work out all things, even suffering, according to his plan that he wants to work through us if we trust and submit with joy, knowing God is in control in Christ. Christ has overcome death, and we are precious in his sight.